before we even get into it. Let me get my phone ready. Get that um that clothes right there. You said what? Yeah. That clothes? Yeah. Let me close it. Good looks. You know the craziest part about this shit? I immediately started thinking of all Snoop's old ass music, like the real early Snoop. And I was like, damn, this nigga ain't changed one bit in like, <laughs> well, in like damn, it's been 30 years and this nigga is still the Snoop. Same. Like, yeah. he's still Snoop can motherfucking I, dog. Can like, I call her one? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going for it. I'm just going to ask, but I'm going to say that shit anyway. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> what's up what's happening y'all this is yet another episode of reality bites i go by the name of reggie days and today i am joined by my dog my right hand sheen the dream and Hero. we got a newbie on the show today we got chef man how you doing today blessing 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 so today is um today's a very interesting day it's is a it's a beef i never expected Gail King is in trouble in these streets And for very good reason Before we play the clip I'm going to give you guys a little bit of background on this Now, what you're about to hear is a CBS interview This is a This is an advertisement that CBS put out on YouTube It's like a shortened version of a long form interview Between Gail King A.K.A. Oprah's bestie And Lisa Leslie Who is uh, one of Kobe's very, very, very close friends And confidants over the years Now, this is something that uh happened pretty much to remember his legacy and a conversation just uh, the concept of the interview per what gail king says is is that she wanted to highlight everything throughout his life so she felt like this was a necessary question now what cbs did like most people do uh they gave you a short this is like a trailer i guess something something just so people could understand what the interview was surrounding and this is what they put out It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just... It's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time, it, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, with the cases, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. All right, so um, first reaction. It's kind of nasty, um, <laughs> to be to be honest, because it's fresh. He man just passed away like three weeks ago. So no matter how it 
what the point was. Y'all put it out there. These people ain't even really grieved his death yet. That's Timing my, is everything. That's my Timing first. Is everything. Timing everything. Like my brother just said. Like that's my my first reaction was disbelief. Because here's the thing with Gail King, right? She's one of those people who I expect certain things. Everybody has like a persona. Everybody has certain things that they usually do. Like you expect fuck nigga shit from a fuck nigga. You expect you know the late shit from somebody who's always late. With Gail King, I expected a certain amount of class. You may feel something. You may feel a way. Like, let's say, you know, if somebody who I disagree with, uh, good, a, a good idea, Hulk Hogan, right? Hulk Hogan, he was a, a childhood hero for a lot of people. But then again, when we found out about his racist feelings and his racist remarks, a lot of us felt a way about that. Now, let's say Kobe, let's say the same way, you know, Kobe went out, let's say. Hulk Hogan passes away. Some big tragic thing. It's national news. It's horrendous. As a black person, I'm not going to jump on the internet and interview somebody and be like, remember what he said, nigger? Like, I'm not I'm not doing that because I feel that's just a weird thing to do. Like when people die, I feel like beef is over. I feel like everything is over. Right. Just honor them for what they, you know what I'm saying, what they accomplish why they were alive and pay your respects and if there is some nasty stuff you have that conversation to me locker room talk you don't do that shit on nobody camera to me yeah that it's 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 a strange thing because i look at it this way right prison the whole concept of the prison industrial system in general you ever notice what the worst punishment is either life in prison which is taking away your entire life until you die or they give you the needle or they give you the chair why? Because once you're dead, it's over. Bro, once you're dead, it's it. that's it. Like, what the fuck else is there? Ain't like, no swinging back around the block. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Ain't no spinning the block Ain't on that no shit. Ain't no spinning it's, the block. That's it. We you got know? one try, one trip around the block, B. So my question at that point, let's say hypothetically for those who, who really did feel strongly about the case, right? Taking away how we personally feel about the case. Let's say this was just some big travesty and we let's say everyone looked at Kobe the way we look at OJ. The way we look at OJ Simpson. When OJ Simpson passes away, you can say what you want about that man, but it's over, guys. That's it. You only get one shot at this shit. Right. The good goes with you, the bad goes with you. It's it's it. I still feel too It was some disrespect To Lisa Leslie too Because it's like For you to sit here And say you know This person is my best friend I know this person Right I, I hang with this person And I feel like Gail kind of reached You know when she said Like you know You, you don't know that So it's kind of like saying Do I not know my friend See here's the thing In the beginning What Gail asked Wasn't a problem Because that's a regular question When this case happened How did that affect you Did it change How you felt Mm-hmm. Lisa Leslie responded. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my problem. If your purpose was to just get that out there and get her take on it, which is what you said, because we'll play that video as well. There's a video where Gail actually defends herself. And she claims that the reason that she did this was because she has to do the entirety of his life. And this was something that was monumental in his career. To that, I agree. If your point was to get her take on it, when she gave you a response, why did you try to check her response? 
Mm, yeah. What she told you, it didn't affect me. That's my friend. That's how I knew him. I knew him this way. But you really didn't know him. You couldn't have known that. That's not your job to say. As an interviewer, quite you're supposed to ask yeah. questions. If we were in court, you know what they would tell you? The judge would bang a gavel and said, you're badgering the witness. You can't do that. You can't put words in somebody's mouth and you can't coerce. It's funny how you're trying to defend, like you're, you're trying to push this narrative that you're pro-women and you're, you're, this is because you feel so strongly about rape. Coercion is rape, by the way. You can't coerce somebody. When somebody tells you no, no means no. So if they give you an answer, you can't coerce somebody into speaking the way that you want them to speak just to get some some weird shit off. That's how that's how it felt. It felt nasty because you can see the body language. Mm-hmm. You could see Lisa Leslie's body language shift because now it became uncomfortable. It's no longer us chopping it up. Is you trying to convince me that what I said don't make sense? It don't got to make sense to you. My grief doesn't have to make sense to you. My friendship don't have to make sense to you. Nobody owes you that. Mm-hmm. That's that's where the nasty standpoint got for me. Now, a lot of people felt the way that we felt. I felt like Snoop when I first seen it. I ain't gonna lie. When I first seen it, I was like, "What the hell is this?" Like now, for a lot of people who don't know Snoop's response, this is how Snoop felt. Gail King, out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why are y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call her one? Funky dog head bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. Uncle Snoop, how did y'all boys react when y'all first heard? Well, it, it make it ten times funnier because um, he got the uh, the little the little aunt head rap going on. It, boy, Snoop crazy. It make it, <laughs> it make it funny like it somebody said, auntie trying to tell you something. <laughs> Facts. <clears throat> With it being a nasty situation, that brought lightness to it because it is like it's safe to say Snoop's all of our like all of our uncle. If you like, yeah. if you like a hip hop head or. If, with the culture in some kind of way right I felt like Snoop was doing what I would like for our black celebrities to do when you see disrespect this is the same way that people would react in in normal life let's say this is a workplace all of this is an office right yeah and Kobe was just somebody that was beloved in that office space and he passes away then you got one person who decided to make some wild ass remark I would expect someone else to come in and check them Mm -hmm. don't you do that Mm mm-hmm Facts. And another thing I was going to say is I still can't agree with Snoop feelings in the small sense of if Kobe was really like his homie, like, you know what I'm saying? Initially, my first reaction to both y'all, my people is like, I call y'all like my bros. So if somebody brought up a question about something that was negative, 
initially I'm probably gonna have a Snoop reaction and hopefully it just don't get past some words. Right. And that's how I felt. There's a lot of celebrities that have reactions. You know, Lil Boosie had a reaction. Ari Lennox even spoke up and she said, you know, F <clears throat> Gail. And for those people who don't realize, there's a thing going on with Oprah. And I feel like Gail is is a victim in this sense. If Gail was not homies with Oprah Winfrey, this would not have been that bad. The problem is Oprah been in these streets violating for so long that this Gail thing was the straw that broke the camel's back. People been feeling this way about Oprah for a long time. First, with the Michael Jackson documentary that she did with them two lying ass white boys that came out and said that they they accused Michael of molesting them. They did a movie. They did a whole movie tour. And then the worst part is after doing all that publicity and Oprah backing them up. The actual director of the movie backed out. You want to know why he backed out and doesn't fuck with the movie anymore? It actually came out that the boy's story was impossible. You want to know why the story was impossible? One of these boys actually claimed to get molested on the train of Neverland Ranch. Now, what's interesting about that is the year that that train was built, this guy was already an adult. So it literally was impossible for that to have happened. And then they started fact checking other things, which why do you fact check after putting a movie out? Who the hell knows? But anyway, now it's too late. You've you've convinced a whole generation of kids who may have never even heard Michael Jackson's music like that or not that familiar with him. But what they are familiar with is this movie. And y'all painting this narrative of this man being a rapist after he's dead. Now, what does this do? How does this because. All of this boils down to what? The Me Too movement. This is women trying to stop perversion, rape, and all of these things, which is a good cause. But my question is, if if I'm trying to stop racism, right, and I'm attacking old dead Klansmen, how am I trying to stop current racism? Like, how does that further today's movement? Mm -hmm. If the people I'm attacking aren't even alive anymore, right? What the fuck does that do for me? It starts to make it seem like it's, it's about money, man. It's, it's no longer about your 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 opinion or your feelings towards a situation when that money becomes involved, you know? Why not? People is. do and say anything for some money, you know? So you got to be mindful about what's going on. And sometimes you have to put your feelings aside from the situation because it's like... I, but you have to come to a point where it's like, what is your soul worth? To, is it is it is it worth tarnishing your people? And you know it's going to have certain consequences. She had to know that this was going to bring some fire. And it, let's look in the sense maybe that that's your job. She's an interviewer. That's what you get paid to do. And whoever paid her to do it is like you got to ask this question. You got to poke the bear, even if that's uncomfortable for you. Are you going to do it? You do have the choice to say yes or no. Or even be like, yeah, I'm going to do it and then don't do it and just take whatever come with it. You got the choices to do that. To me, if you honor your, I don't know, your race or just somebody, a hum- mm-hmm. another human being that just passed away, you wouldn't ask that. You wouldn't ask that question. You know what I mean? I mean, it's there's there, a way to ask everything. There's a, and there's a way to ask everything. What I was going to say is, okay, you could ask that question because she's not necessarily wrong for the question. She's definitely not. But timing is everything. 
for like another year. Well, or that goes back to what he said. You, know you got to accept if you if this if this interview is for Lisa Leslie, then you have to accept what she is telling you, and you take that and you move on. You know what I'm saying? But when you start right. fishing to how she feels and you start making her question herself, then that's when it becomes a, that brought it back to what I was thinking too. You're right. I agree because I'm gonna look at it this way. I've been doing this radio thing for a long time. I did college radio at FSU. I did college radio over at FAM. I've done college radio for uh, Rollins and uh, uh, um, also had a deal with 98.5 The Wire local in uh, Pine Hills. So I have a good bunch of different experiences when it comes to radio or even when I did like one-on-one interviews for Uncensored 407. I've interviewed a ton of people had conversations with a ton of people there's ways that you ask questions and there's ways that you can get things done what i don't like there was a lot of people on the internet that kept claiming well she was just doing her job she was just doing her job your job is to ask the question your job is not to badger people now here's the thing if i'm telling if i'm if i'm doing an interview with maya angelou's a great granddaughter about Maya Angelou's life, right? And I look her in the face and I'm like, yeah, you know, still I rise, all that good shit. And I look her in the face and I'm like, so how you feel about the fact that your great grandma used to sell pussy? What do I look like? No, nah, feel free. No, nah, for real. Yo, boys, what do I look like? <laughs> I'm going to look at you like, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the Snoop Dogg. <laughs> no, nah, what do I look like if, if no, we're talking to Malcolm crazy. X's? Yeah. And let's say we we out here with the Nation of Islam. Uh-huh. And it's a whole crowd of the nation there. You know, brothers. Brothers in there. Yeah. And I'm like, so, yeah, you know, Brother Malcolm and all that. Um, How y'all feel about when he used to sell crack? <laughs> Don't be surprised uh, They call you A, a they might tap dancing house might, nigga They might jump your ass I'm gonna keep it All the way That's official. what they used to call Them tap they, dancing they house might, nigga They might pop they, def, they they might pop Just because Off off of the strength Of again The love there The the connection You feel me And then on top of that You just gotta be my, Don't badger nobody Okay we might know What he used to do That's like having A, a OG or somebody Whatever it is That may have done Some stuff that Whatever you still Loved them for Because they was An honorable person or whatever, but you not. If they just passed away and somebody asks you a question, your first defense mechanism possibly is going to be, "What the hell are you talking about? What the fuck do you mean?" That's my friend. Right. You're being disrespectful. I, mean, I, I just feel like personally, people start like people don't realize if you don't, if you personally, you personally, you asking the question, if you don't know that man personally, then how can you speak on it? You don't really know. Him well, personally. that's that's a hard thing because as an interview, you go by what as an say. interviewer, you're gonna that, speak on that's things. your job. So like you I can said, ask I the question. It. I respect but you, it, but it comes to a point where it's like, well, you kind of basically make it seem like you knew who Kobe was and you know what he did. But I, you, if I you don't know him personally, how can, yeah, how can you how can you say what you're saying if you really don't know the man yourself? How can yeah. you have a? How can you have? You might have an opinion, but how can you like stand ground? To something or believe in something If you don't even know the man yourself All of this is out of line in general It's the way she did it It's what she did It's how she did it I've seen a million different documentaries on MLK I've seen a million different people talking about MLK Talking about the legacy Talking about how much he's done for us as a people I've never once seen somebody Sit down and ask his kids Or his descendants Or his his, uh, late wife or anybody Hey, um, how do you feel about? I understand, you know, the I have a dream speech and shit. Uh, was was he selling dreams to the bitches he was fucking on the side? Like, you can't do that. Even if we know things, j- just because something's a yeah. fact doesn't mean it needs to be brought up in a way where it's 
crass. That's that you cannot life. do that. You can't play with people like that. Now, Oprah, the last person that you would want defending you in a situation like this, decided to stand up and defend her best friend, Gail. Now, this is what Oprah had to say. I think the last 24 hours for your best friend have been pretty difficult after that interview oh. with Lisa Leslie about Kobe. And I just wondered just how she's doing. She and is not doing well. May I say she is not. She is not doing well because she has now death threats and has to now travel with security. And um, she's feeling very much attacked. You know, Bill Cosby is is texting from is is is. Tweeting. tweeting from jail uh, and uh, she's not she's not doing well and feels that um, she was put in a really terrible position because that interview had already ran mm-hmm. it was over and in the context of the interview everyone seemed fine including Lisa Leslie mm-hmm. and it was only because somebody at the network uh, put up that clip and that and and I can see how people would obviously be very upset mm-hmm. if you thought that Gail was just trying to press to get uh you know an answer from Lisa Leslie but um she 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 obviously all things pass she will be okay but um she what hasn't slept in two days real, what do you think about all that criticism I think the vitriol is I think mm-hmm. anybody can criticize anything but the misogynist vitriol and the attacking to the point where it is dangerous to be in the streets alone because it's not just the people who are attacking, it's the other people who take that message and feel like they can do whatever they want to because of it. You know, I was on the phone with her this morning, I was on the phone with her last night, I was on the phone with her the night before. I think you you stand in the gap, you try to be there for your friends, but uh, it's this is very hard because when you have social media mm-hmm. and the force of social media and particularly people who didn't see either interview mm-hmm. um, making attacks and I think everybody has the right to have their opinion mm-hmm. but to do it with such vitriol hate. is hate and meanness shut the fuck up please if I was her friend I would be that's the last no, please don't come out and defend me <laughs> bitch this is your fault that this is happening to me I guarantee you, if Gail was not known as Oprah's friend, this would have been water under the bridge and nobody would have given a fuck about none of this. Eh. It's because Oprah been wilding for so long. <laughs> this was the straw that broke the camel's back. Think about it, right? Think about it. We blow. This podcast takes the fuck off. I am in these streets wilding the fuck out. People hate me. I become a complete dickhead. Then you go out and you do one bad thing. You understand the shit storm you're going to get shot to the dig <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. under, you understand like how Damn. bad it's going to look? Yeah, you got a point there. I'm going yeah, to tie to tie to some nastiness. <laughs> them fuck niggas over there. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I definitely I definitely agree as far as having like somebody like Oprah def- like defend you. When you out here doing, you know, the same thing, disrespecting your people, you shitting on them. Why would you want to do that? Why would you? What do you gain from that? Like, now, like, like we talking about what the fuck do you really gain from tarnishing your own people because of some something like that? Now, what makes it all look worse? Uh, for those of you who don't get the context, outside of the Michael mm-hmm. Jackson thing, there was also both Gail and Oprah have a friendship with Harvey Weinstein. Now, also, Gail has a friend who a former colleague, a former co-anchor. That was fired from CBS 
under sexual abuse allegations. Also, Oprah has a person that she brought on that she called her close personal friend and her spiritual guide is a Brazilian man. This man just got arrested on heinous sex crimes. When these people get arrested, we don't hear a peep from neither Oprah nor Gail. And when people do ask them questions like what she said about Harvey Weinstein, they asked her, how can you consciously still speak of this man? in a positive light with all these things going on. And Oprah said that she likes to look at the silver lining. But when they asked her about Michael Jackson, who she called a close personal friend, or when they asked her about Russell Simmons and all these other people, it's, I stand by the victims and only the victims. We must defend women. And it's a whole different energy. The only difference between these men is their skin color And the fact that the men that you're defending have more victims, way more victims. It's a Mm. crazy situation. Now, meanwhile, Kobe Bryant, in his situation, I was about to say some mad disrespectful. (laughs) I'm not going to say that. All I'm going to say is that Dave Chappelle pointed it out himself. The case ain't really what a lot of people think it is. Please read up on the case. I'm not going to comment on that because I understand it's a touchy thing. And unlike Gail, I understand when to shut the fuck up. But while some of us took up for Snoop, a lot of people weren't feeling how exactly Snoop spoke. Now, Mark Lamont Hill is one of them. He ended up uh, posting. He's uh, a former uh, CNN anchor himself. And he said the word for today is nuance. You can have a critique of Gail King, though folk should actually watch the whole interview and hold Snoop Dogg accountable for the misogynistic way he engaged her. Now, the moment Mark Lamont Hill posted this, a lot of people started running with this narrative, and it looked like a lot of things changed because originally when Snoop posted, everyone was really on his side. Men, women alike felt the same way. Why are you doing this? Why are you saying this? It became a hashtag. A dog-headed bitch or funky dog-headed bitch was like a hashtag on the internet. People were wilding. People were laughing. It was all a good time. Then Mark Lamont Hill said this and a lot of black women looked at it and was like, he's right. She's an older woman. She's a black woman. How dare you call her a bitch? You are being disrespectful towards our women. Why is it that black men are so comfortable being disrespectful towards black women? I I completely feel how Snoop felt, but. And again, you know, in this world as black people, you can't fight fire with fire. You know what I'm saying? Got you got to be able to control yourself as well and have have self-dignity to be like, you know what? I feel she a bitch, but you know, I'm not even going to stoop to that level or that low wow. to call her a bitch. Y'all, everybody knows that that's plural. That don't got no color on it. That's all I'm going to say with that. That that definitely don't got no specific. But I, think, I, I, I think it's less about I, the women nowadays and it's more about the actions you I, do because I know a lot of men who do some bitch shit fast. and I would call them a bitch. That's what I was getting at too, bro. Like I was going to say, it's, it's, it's universal. It don't just specify, but in the sense of why are we so comfortable with saying that to our black women? I'm with y'all. I don't disagree with that, but I think we should understand this context. Again, I'm defending my friend that from a woman that just disrespected him. So yeah, it don't make it right to say it at all. You just don't say that on nobody's camera. Yeah. Most people, if you sit 10 people in a room, 8 out of the 10 
gonna feel how Snoop felt for the most part. Maybe that one other person, whatever, right? But we having it behind closed doors. We're not getting on camera calling somebody a bitch, especially that's our people because the same thing that you was just saying, Snoop, why would we uh, be getting at our own people? I mean, I feel like celebrities mm -hmm. need to kind of treat social media as a job. You know what I mean? You don't go to work and you don't say stuff like that at work. He you know did. what I'm saying? So he it's like did, you shouldn't though. say stuff like that. Like, I won't go to work right now and, and say, bitch, I keep, I keep my professionalism into it. And with these celebrities, I think they, they, they fail to see that they need to keep their professionalism because you are an entertainer. You are a, 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 a person of image. Now, how he feels, I feel that way. I might not call her a bitch. I might have called her a snitch because, like, how what he said is how you will sit there and you will be dealing with somebody who also has sexual charges and that, but you won't say nothing about that but you will say something about the next man kind of seems like a person that will save their own ass and their own image but then it'll turn to somebody else's image that's the tendencies of a, a, a person that would be a snitch you know what yeah. i mean so yeah um i get what we what we asking though as far as like we shouldn't be disrespecting our women because we we do do it a lot right but i think we got to respect I understand where Snoop was coming from. That's an emotional response from somebody that seen somebody that disrespected a dead friend that just recently passed. Does it make it right? No. If y'all females want to feel away and tell Snoop about it, fine. Let Snoop maybe get a chance to respond to that. I mean, so, this always you know brings me back to us as people having freedom of speech. And technically, I feel as Snoop Dogg had a freedom of speech, so he could say what he want. But you know what? Gail had freedom of speech to say yeah. what she wanted too. So That's it kind of right. worked both ways. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I, I get where y'all boys is coming from. And um, I guess I'm going to just close it out on this note. Yeah. Um, now, Ari Lennox, who spoke out, she got the same backlash that Snoop did. A lot of a lot of women weren't feeling that because they were saying, you know, as a woman, she was doing her job. How dare you, you know, step forward. And, and she apologized. And um, here's what I would say. Fuck that. I'm not apologizing, first of all. It's not my fault that you internalize everything that you see. Now, here's the thing. My job is not to massage you. I don't know you and I don't pretend to know you. You're a stranger. Now, if you tune into the show, that's great. And I love you if you fuck with me. And if you don't fuck with me, and you say fuck you and it's fuck you, too. That's that's my general feeling towards the world. Now, here's the thing. Somebody cuts me off in traffic, almost caused me to wreck whatever. I hop out of the car. He hops out of the car. I call him a bitch. Let's say he happens to be Arabic. Does that mean I called every Arabic nation, every person from an Arabic nation a bitch? No. This bitch in front of me just happens to be a bitch. I should be able to have discourse with one person without every person who looks like, stands like, walks like, talks like this person to feel that it's through some sort of weird ass, victim ass osmosis. That's not my job. I don't I don't think that's Snoop's job to worry about that. Anybody who took that and internalized that needs therapy. That's what you need. You looked at one man calling one woman a bitch and took that as him calling an entire nation of people that that's that the, is psychotic. That's the layers. I was that was the layers I was talking about. Reg, actually, that's not that. normal shit. Like, I can't blame Snoop for that. Who would have the forethought to think that you're retarded enough to internalize that? I don't think that's his job to do. Now, here's the thing. I get where y'all boys are coming from. And, and that's why, like, I, I like the fact that I, I surround myself with solid niggas because you guys move in a way that you don't have to move that way. These are by choice. You're choosing to take the high road. And that's great. 
Fuck that. Nobody has to take the high road. The reason why Obama was special. The reason why the Obamas are special is because they move in that way where they say, when they go low, we go high. And that's great. MLK, when he said, turn the other cheek, that's beautiful. I don't fucking have to do that, though. Nobody has to do that in the world. You cannot tell people how to react. So here's the thing. If I slap a nigga in the face and he pulls out a gun and blows my fucking head off. Right. Can I can I be mad that he overreacted? No. Why did I slap him? Why the fuck did I do that? Now, Gail, she said what she said. Snoop felt that shit. And he was like, you know what? You funky dog-headed bitch. And here's the thing. <laughs> did he have to say it that way? No. But did he have to not say it that way either? No. Did he have to say it in private? I could see a lot of people being like, you know, because we're black, black power, black unity, you know, let's let's go ahead and not do this in public. Let's be professional. That's beautiful that you think that way. Does he have to? No. Because public disrespect warrants public response. You got on one of the most highly televised national national platforms in the world. This is CBS. Everybody Your disrespect was on a channel that niggas don't need cable for. Right. <laughs> Think about that. Like everybody, your, your, dis- your disrespect was on a channel that you don't even need cable to see. The world. So for him to get on IG Live and call you what he called you, I get it. Now, do I believe that, you know, as black men, we should try to handle our black women a bit differently? Yeah, that'd be great to do. But let me be honest. If my friend is dead... If my friend is dead, I don't care what color you are. You finna get whatever slander come out my head, bro. And that's just how I'm gonna move. And you cannot stop me from doing that. She needs to understand. And I hear where Oprah was coming from. You know, she was crying all that bullshit where she was saying that you know she's getting death threats. She's getting death threats. I like I like the fact that you respect life now, so you understand that death is serious now. Death is serious to you now. That's beautiful. You learned a lesson. This is what these are. When you take an L, you need to learn a lesson. You see how death is not something to play with? Death is scary, ain't it? You know who else feels that? Vanessa Bryant. Mm. Vanessa Bryant has to pick out two caskets. She has to sit there and type up two obituaries. Think about that. She got to look kids in the face that look just like the nigga that just passed away. She got to look kids in the face that look just like the little child that just passed away. Mm-hmm. While you worried about a case where a nigga wasn't even proved guilty. So if we're going to talk about the fact that life and death matters to you now, which is great. I'm glad you learned your fucking lesson. I wonder how now, I wonder how Vanessa feel about about the the reaction. Wouldn't that be nice to see to see yeah, how she feels? Here's it? the Hers thing: probably worse than Snoop Dogg. <laughs> people don't think about a lot of people don't think about the fact that yo, celebrities aren't just celebrities; they are people. So this person that you you're painting this little black mark on, or you're trying to you're trying to dig and get this info and get hot, you got to understand that these repercussions hurt people for real. Mm. This is something that's real. She is waking up. Think about it this way. How long have they been married? Decades at this point, right? She's waking up 
with an empty fucking bed and you're worried about yo your words being misconstrued like where's your mind at? where's your soul at that's like i think about like if my mother was a past i don't care what my mother did in her life you disrespect my mother i can't i can't sit here and say that my reaction to you is going to be in a professional or or, or, or correct manner. I might I yeah. might go crazy on you. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's touchy. It's and touchy. I understand. You know, are is her getting death threats right? I'm not saying that that's right. No. Nobody's saying that that's right. And Oprah trying to play that little game because I one thing that I catch on to. Don't ever play word semantics with me, bitch. I don't don't think that I don't catch when you try to like flip a narrative. Her saying that you being a public figure, it's not, I know that you didn't wish death, but you got to realize that your words move people and that those people are willing to go further than you're willing to go. You have to realize that your words motivated those people. You did that. You sitting there, if I know that somebody who's very beloved died and I stand on whatever platform and I scream, fuck that nigga. And people run up on me. Whose fault is that? Because it's not Snoop's. Them niggas ain't saying they're going to kill you because of Snoop. Them niggas is saying they're going to kill you because you went too far. Mm-hmm. You need to realize you did that. You got to eat that. 100. They're not right for doing it. None of this shit is right. But at the end of the day, hurt people hurt people. And energy does not dissipate. You went out there with that negative ass energy. You shot. It didn't land the way you wanted to. So your stupid ass spun the block <laughs> and asked Lisa Leslie more questions. And when that didn't land, you tried to coerce her and badger her into saying some shit you wanted her to say. And when that didn't work, you left it alone. But you know what happened? The whole neighborhood heard them shots. And when them niggas come out with their guns, now you want to say, yep. call the police. This ain't right. Help. No, nigga, you was shooting shit. We saw you. We see the gun in the bushes, bitch. We see this. And you know the sad part about it, which is the root of all evil that's behind it? The only reason she asked them questions is for money. So we just going to end it there. Um, oh, one more thing. I, I, I got a question. Did, did Too Short ever patent the word bitch? Because if he did, I swear to God, he should be the richest nigga on earth. <laughs> For no, real. he didn't patent the word. I them, need to patent the word. Them niggas was barely signing did. contracts back then. People, yeah. I need to patent the word. Man. If I patent the word bitch, boy, I swear I'll be a millionaire. Anybody use I it? Mean, if women want to stop the word being bitch, then patent the word. You patent anybody say the word bitch on social media? You sue them for? I guarantee well, you, people stop it. They like calling each other <laughs> bitches, so we fine. We just gotta be contextualized when we call them a bitch and try to not do it on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I go by the name of Reggie Days, man. Um that was a lot of clips to shove in. That was a lot to touch on. But this was a big a big topic. And um, I'm just going to end it off with this, man. Don't shoot in the air if you don't expect motherfuckers to bust back. That's just the rule number one of life. I feel like if you don't want a certain type of energy to come at you, just don't go spraying that energy out. Just leave it alone. You know, 100. whatever you do is going to come to fruition. So just be careful. Today, I have been joined by Sheen the Dream. And that boy Chef, man. Yeah. Later days. Oh, nasty dog. Doggy dog.